I'd like to share a piece of my call to ministry story with you today. I'm standing out in front of the Memorial Chapel um, because this is where it all started. So I was a young kid, had finished my first year at Appalachian State as a music major, and wanted to do something useful and helpful um, and meaningful for the summer. So I started looking for jobs and I thought, you know, I would really love to be back at Lake Junaluska because I remembered coming here as a, as a youth, um, being inspired by events and time spent around the lake. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could be there and work for the summer? So I started looking into it and there was an opening for a keyboard player for a, a worship group. And I talked to one of my friends and I said, what do you think? And then met this boy who now is my husband. And he said, you can do this. Here, I'll show you a few things. So he taught me as a classical pianist how to play chords in formations that would make sense for worship music. And he encouraged me and taught me how to play guitar. Just enough for me to be able to come and audition and then land the position. So I found myself here at the lake in this worship group um, barely hanging on with music skills and led into a moment where I had to shape and craft a service for worship here on a Sunday morning that summer. And so I was to give the talk and I didn't know what I was doing and I'm sure it was terrible but you know the people who came were really nice and maybe some of those folks were you. <laughs> but as a part of this experience God started to tug on my heart. And it's through the process of preparing and preaching that sermon or expressing that little talk that God began to whisper in my ear and say, I want you to be in ministry as a church leader. So in our scripture reading for today in Acts chapter 4, we begin to learn about Barnabas. And Barnabas is a character in the Bible that really influences me and intrigues me. And so in, in, in the scripture reading, Acts 4, beginning with verse 32, we hear about this passage that's often preached on, where the whole group of the apostles are joined together. They're preaching and, and talking about the resurrection and testifying together. And then they're all inspired to begin to pool their resources to pull their things together and hold them in common, to share all of their wealth and all of their goods. And it's this beautiful picture of what Christian community can be like. And it's in these moments that we hear about Barnabas. It says, There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him and then brought, brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Because Barnabas was more than likely someone who was following Jesus around, was living during the same time where Jesus was alive, was sitting at his feet listening to him teach, was inspired from a bit of a distance, perhaps, by all of his ministry and intrigued by it. And it's in this moment where he is with these other apostles and bears witness to this movement of the Holy Spirit in which he begins to go all in. He begins to consider how he can be more than just an onlooker 
in the midst of this community. And he decides to give something that's very important and crucial to him. This tract of land that he sells likely was his inheritance, something that goes beyond just a possession or a resource for wealth, but a very big part of who he is and where his descendants would be placed or this land could be used um, to be passed on to his descendants for many generations to come. Yet he's inspired to do something and to act because of this moment with these believers. So later on in Acts, we hear about Barnabas again. And when we hear about Barnabas, it's in the context with Saul, who is in the process of becoming Paul. So right before this in chapter 9 is Saul's dramatic conversion to faith along the road of Damascus. And so right after this experience, um, he began to preach. Paul did. He began to um, proclaim to the synagogues, and it made people angry. And so then all of the Jewish people that he was preaching to became very angry and tried to kill him. And so in this process, the disciples took him in and saved his life. And so once once Paul had found the disciples, he thought, well, here are my people. But the problem is the disciples wanted nothing to do with him because they remembered the way that he had persecuted them. And they thought there is no way he can be authentically proclaiming the right message of Jesus' death and resurrection. But yet here we find Barnabas again. Barnabas is in the midst of this community and says, you know, this guy Paul might actually have something going for him. And so he vouches for him. And he decides to help mentor him and encourage him along his journey in faith. And so then throughout the rest of Acts, for the most part, we hear about Barnabas and Paul. They're the two that are traveling all throughout the land. They're the two that are going to spread the good news, who are on the mission, headed into the mission field, um, evangelizing for the sake of the gospel. And what we hear about is more often than not the words of Paul. Paul was prolific, of course, in the letters that we still have in our Bible today. But yet Barnabas was working behind the scenes to lead Paul, to help him along his missional journey, to help formulate his thoughts, to help him to encourage him when he felt down and be his co-partner along the journey. So as we round out our sermon series on STRIDE, the last letter in the acronym is E, and that stands for our experiences. It's because each of us has life experiences that have shaped us and molded us, have inspired us, or have um, brought us to our knees. And it's in those experiences that we know that God is working. God is shaping our hearts, God is inspiring us, and God is leading us into ministry. You know, and some of those experiences might be difficult ones. Perhaps you're someone who has lost a spouse, and you know what that deep pain and grief is like. And so you're inspired to begin a grief group, to have a small group of folks that are journeying through the same things that you are, to share in that support and encouragement. Or maybe you have an extremely positive experience that you've given something a try in life in the church and it's something that you just really enjoyed and you felt like God was with you and that it was something that was making your heart sing. Or maybe you're searching. 
you're searching for a new group, you're searching for a discipleship opportunity, for a small group or a Sunday school class to sit and discover faith together. So maybe you're considering just starting one. You know, our experiences matter and they help shape us and propel us into ministry. So my experience with my call story may be something that could have been insignificant, a little blip on my radar, a summer job that I had. But I felt that sense, that little nagging sense within my heart that God was leading me into something important. And so even though I knew (laughs) that I wasn't that great of a musician, that I wasn't really a good talker, And I knew also that standing up in front of people and speaking from my heart was not something that I was good at or that I even really enjoyed, but yet something in my heart wouldn't let it go. And so I started considering ways that God might be leading me. And I I ran from that for a long time. But then I realized that when you rely on your life experience, sometimes It requires you to jump out in faith, to go beyond your comfort zone, to go beyond what you think you're capable of or what you even, what what skills you even have, to trust God and trust God will meet you on the other side. And so that's what I did. And I worked really hard to be maybe a little bit better of a speaker than I was then. But I knew that God was desiring to just give myself to him. And so that's what I've been trying to do again and again, all of these 20 years later. And so when I think about the story with Barnabas, how he was inspired and how his life was changed and therefore his experience led him to be a leader to uphold Paul, someone that we all understand and know. Even if we don't know Barnabas, we all know about Paul. So I think about what it means to make a difference and how each of us are led to make a difference for God, to make footprints that matter. And it's through our experiences that we find whatever that is for us. And so I invite you to lean into God today, to consider your life experiences, to consider where God is leading you, where that little tug is in your heart. Or what area of your life did you feel like your heart was just on fire? And return to that place and make a decision to jump out in faith and just go for it. Because you never know where God will lead you. And you won't know unless you go. So let's go together, encouraging one another, sharing our experiences together, leaping out in faith, to make strides together as a body of Christ. Amen.